this is Stephen Byer from Iron Films, and you're listening to Sick on Cinema. cinema i'm one half of your podcasters that just need a little relief john <laughs> i'm sure they're at that and we Jesus are Christ. <laughs> is that one too dark uh, no nah. okay we're good. We'll, we'll get into it later yeah. but and we're back yeah in another edition of the sleepiest podcast on planet earth <laughs> it's almost one o'clock i think right just, yeah yeah i don't even know what day it is anymore i know right it's just funny because it's like we do this podcast bi-weekly and i figure like you know that's plenty of time to be resting ready to go for the next episode and then i'm like i'm still watching the movie the day of the podcast being like i gotta get this one in (laughs) i swear to god for me it was a rush to get to the house because like i had to make a couple (laughs) stops and grab things and i even forgot one of the stops and i apologize you forgot my package you son of a bitch like my bitter syndrome order (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) But like I was running, essentially running through food food city to grab drinks. I'm like, oh god, I ain't gonna get this in for the podcast. I'm not gonna make it because I'm also sitting here waiting for Faces of Death, which we'll get into here shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, and my god, it's an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, why is that moving? We'll get into that later. But why yeah. is it an hour and forty five minutes? I don't know. So like I'm just rushing through Food City, being like, oh god, where's the drinks? Where's the drinks? Where's the drinks? <laughs> I need to get my caffeine. What do you mean they only sell the four packs? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Shit! Grab two four packs. Run out the. <laughs> run to the register. Pay for it. Run. Here's yep, your money, door. bitch. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Somebody call nine one one. It's funny too because it's like <laughs> this week has been hell for me at work. Like, I literally have worked the most amount of hours I can work before I go into overtime. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, like. You had a coworker quit and everything. Yeah, just no show to shift. That's such horseshit. And then I gotta come home and watch The Bridge. And <laughs> <laughs> That's depressing. <laughs> right? It's like, damn, what movies to pick oh for this God. week? Of all weeks to have wife to watch yeah. these fuckers this week. Yeah, this was a hell of a watch schedule. It really was. <laughs> Between Faces of Death, which just blends, like, you know, real death and fake. Yeah. The, the Bridge, which shows a lot of death. A lot of death. Oh, and, everybody be dying in the breach. In our last movie, Abducted in Plain Sight, which uh, has the most what? Yeah. Which what, we'll, what are you talking about? What? Excuse me. We'll get moments. that one into yeah. death. Yeah, this week on the podcast, as Matt has alluded to, we yeah. are getting into the world that is way more shocking than anything any uh, mind could ever come up with. The real world. Yep. As we're talking just documentaries. Yeah, a lot of these stories... 
well, except for, except for one. One's mostly just like a like a collage of different things, mm-hmm. of course. But um, are two completely different stories that you could not even make a movie about, and like a fictional movie about, and people would be like, "That's real." Yeah, right. <laughs> I was wondering, like, and, and I think we can talk about this a little bit right now. Uh, is Faces of Death a documentary? Um, partially, I would say so. I mean, it's a Mondo film, but I would say Mondo films are documentaries. Yeah, but like, there's there's a a segment that talks about like like war and like all kinds of different stuff. Yeah, so I would classify it as partial dark documentary. Yeah, I mean, it uses re. You know, it wasn't supposed to, you didn't know at the time it was recreations, but it uses recreations. Yes. <laughs> at the time you thought it was all real, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. But, uh, how you been, Matt? I am, isn't it just a wonderful time to be alive? It's just magical. <laughs> <laughs> um, just totally not awful things just continually happening in our world. Um, I've been okay, I guess. Yeah. Like I said, like, I've literally worked the amount of, the most amount of hours I can work, do at my work. Before they put me in overtime, <laughs> which you know I'm getting a tattoo at the end of the month, so oh, yeah, that works. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so like it's good that I'm getting these hours because you know then I could pay for the very expensive tattoo I'm getting. Yeah, um, you're trying to get less hours at work in a way. It, to just I just to an extent, few, just a couple days off. Yeah, so I won't. <laughs> and I'm actually trying, hopefully, going to be getting more, more work. Hours, yeah. Because, like, what I'm getting paid right now, which I won't dive, dive into, no one cares about that. Yeah, no one cares about her pay. But, man, it's rough. <laughs> it's rough having to, like, like, everything you want and things you need, you have to, like, put a hold on in a way <laughs> because of this shit. It's funny, too, because, like, you know, COVID. people come to my work all the time, like, asking for a job. And they're like, what's your start pay? And I tell them, they're like, fuck. Yeah. No wonder y'all can't keep people. Fuck. It's terrible. <laughs> the, the retail industry is bullshit. It is bullshit. But uh, enough of bullshitting around. Yeah. Let's get into listener questions. Well, did you say, I don't think you said how you were, though, did you? I'm tired. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I, that's a fair response. Itchy. Yeah. <laughs> Bed bugs the motel. ASAP Ferg. ASAP Ferg. Um,. Yeah, listener questions. Yeah. Questions, comments, concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and every week I'll post a, a image saying, hey, we want questions and you can yes. ask us your questions in the comments right there. Yeah, and you can also suggest films. Suggest films. Uh, topics, whatever. Topics, whatever you want to do. Interview ideals. Yeah. Anything. If, again, if you want us to talk about your film. Yeah. Maybe we will. And then rate us five stars on iTunes. That helps us yeah. out a lot. Um, <laughs> and one thing I will say after our uh, last episode, we we were talking about the Gusso Milk movies. Yeah, and we were like, oh, you know, kind of. We kind of did it as a meme. Yeah, being like, oh, if you give us five stars on iTunes, maybe we'll, maybe we'll cover them. Mm-hmm. We had like three review, like three five stars. Yeah, last time we checked, it was like ten. Yeah, I know, right? Don't do this to us. <laughs> Don't make us watch Goose. Yeah, please, please don't. Um, so let's get into these questions. Yay. The first one was sent to us uh, through the email. He says, Hey, gentlemen, my name is Robert. Hello, I'm Robert. from Wyoming, Whoa. and I'm glad you're back. Wyoming. Thank you. We're glad yeah, to be back. Uh, is Wyoming where GCW's going to? Yes. Go watch GCW if you're into wrestling. <laughs> yeah. They're you're having lucky. They're having the, uh, what was it called? Outlaw Mud Show. Outlaw Mud Show, yeah. 
I love your show and, and the respect that you give these movies and your reviews. Oh, thank you. Your interview with Fred Vogel is amazing. I like the off-topic subjects you got into, like his love of wrestling. If there is more to that interview, you should release it. Uh, I don't think there is. I think that's pretty much... Except except for uh, probably like some like... Just some stuff here and there. That's like maybe. I don't know. I'd have to go in and re-listen yeah. to it. Because um, I can't remember. I, I'm pretty sure that was the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I think it was much. pretty much all of it, yeah. My only question is how can you be this deep into your podcast and not reviewed Solo the 120 Days of Sodom? Like you, I have searched all the sick on cinema style movies I could find since I was 15. Solo was the first movie that left my stomach hurting and questioning humanity. Love you guys. Take care. Love you too, Robert. Yeah, we, love you. we love you, bro. Why have we not covered uh, Solo the 120 Days of Sodom? Well, okay. Well, the the big the biggest reason is probably because we just haven't got to it in our schedule because yeah. the way we plan things out is literally being like, okay, what fits what topic exactly yeah and like putting things with each other mm-hmm. and seeing how the movies you know coincide yeah and I just don't know if we've just got gotten to it yet but maybe we'll get to it in the nearest oh yeah we're future. gonna tackle all these yeah. movies to me I think it's always been about like. You know, these these infamous, the big ones, the oh, heavy yeah. hitters, you know, Solo, Serbian, Human Centipede Trilogy, yeah. all these, you know, the, the the ones that are the most known. And we've hit a lot of them. Oh, yeah. I think we're hitting one tonight with Faces of Death. Yes. Um, You know, once you've done them, you've done them. And I don't think you want to dry up the well of the big ones. Yeah. Off the bat. So, you know, for me, like, when we're selecting topics, I almost see it as we do, like, a season, like... We did it when we were first doing it, and I see it as doing it now because we were talking about it. Yeah, we started with something big, and we're ending this like ten episode run yeah, with of something, something big. big. Even yeah. though we're not going to be doing like a season break or anything like that, we're just no. going to keep going. But in that kind of pattern, you know, start big, end big. Yeah. So that's the way I see it, and that's why we haven't got to solo is because we're kind of like, you know, in that middle between the big episodes, the big, 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 you know, heavy hitters, if yeah. you will. We like to talk about some stuff that's either kind of a little well, not well, isn't well known, a little different, off the heat beaten path of the of the subject we normally talk about. Yeah, I think that's why we haven't gotten to Solo. Uh, definitely, um, because I, you know, I'm with this guy. You know, Solo well, is one of those movies like when I first saw it, blew my fucking mind. <laughs> it made like again, I I agree with him. Maybe my stomach my stomach churned the first time I saw it. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, that's actually one of the ones I have seen. Mm-hmm. Um, the version I watched was like a very low quality version. Yeah, but I have the uh, Criterion, Criterion Blu-ray, yeah. which, which I have never played. <laughs> really? Nope, never watched it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, well, they, you know, we're gonna get to it for sure. I can't imagine that movie being cleaned up. Oh, uh, with Criterion, it probably looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no fears. We're gonna hit it. But, like, something to also throw out there too is the way we plan things out. We have so much shit, like literally into a notebook. Oh yeah. We're like six pe- six pages deep. Yeah, of just like multiple topic, like it's like put into like little sections. Is the way mm-hmm. we layer it. Yeah, and it's like okay, this episode, this episode, and then we probably got over like a hundred episodes potentially in the uh, the hat to yep. draw. And we have the next like I think we t- planned out ten episodes. Yeah, we planned out ten episodes before we got started. Yeah. That so it's almost like a season. Yeah, you know this is the return season one point one, if you will. Kind yeah, of no dogs. Yeah, <laughs> so, um, so not 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 a ton of research has to go into the show. Mm-mm. I don't research shit. 
<laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you I have before. I but. a little bit, yeah. Um, so now we move on to Instagram. All right. Thank you, Robert, again. You were the shit. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you. Ask thank us more much. questions. You're a good guy. We like you. Go watch GCW. Yeah, you'll, I think you'll enjoy. Yeah. Um, Andrew.Roboto asks, if you do a Massacre video part three, okay, I would like for you guys to cover Alien Beast. Oh, fuck. Because that film is so shitty that it needs to be talked about. It's one of the worst fucking movies ever made. <laughs> now, here's the Which thing. I get, I'm not going to th- just like unload everything right now about this mm. movie because, you know, save it for when we get to it. Yes. But, oh my god. So here's the thing about Alien Beast to me. Okay. I don't know how familiar our listeners are with the Angry Video Game Nerd. I assume they're at least seen yeah. or heard of. You know, for the longest time, his Holy Grail review was the uh, E.T. Atari game. Yeah, which and is... he would tease uh, yeah. it so much. Like, some of the episodes were like, he's like, oh, what game should I review? And he'd pull out the E.T. Atari and he'd be like... <gasps> and I feel like that's Alien Beast for us. Oh, my it's God. It's this movie that looms over the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing that one day we will tackle it. Oh, yes. <laughs> but it's not even just that one. There's a couple oh, yeah. that are up in there. But Alien Beast is a big one for me because, like, at the time I was collecting everything Massacre put out. Yeah. I don't do so much anymore. Just because I kind of got out of their... They they kind of took a big, long, extended break. And when they came back, the stuff they were releasing just really wasn't interesting, interesting me. Yeah. So I kind of fell out with them. But the stuff they're releasing now looks pretty interesting. Oh, yeah, now they're starting to release some really cool shit. Including something pretty controversial, but... Yeah, which I'm excited for. Um, But when when I got Alien Beast, the thing that really sold me on Alien Beast was there was this interview with Marcus Cook. Yeah. Where Marcus Cook was, like, really talking this movie up. Like, oh, I found this, you know, through tape trading in the back of Fangoria, and I blew my mind and stuff like that. And I was like, well, what the fuck is this movie? Yeah. And I watched it. It was so fucking dumbfounded by how fucking bad it is. <laughs> like, I was like, the guy who made this has to be legit mentally challenged. <laughs> like, I know that sounds mean, and I don't mean for it to be mean, but I legit believe it's that. It's barely dude. a movie. Yeah. It, Some of it's just, like, weird, like, pictures. Yeah. But, yeah, we're going to cover, I don't oh. know if it'll be Massacre 3, but one day we will cover. Oh, yeah. Alien it's definitely. It, it, I think we already have it potentially planned out for at some point at some point yes yeah thank you again andrew.roboto yep thank you thank you for the question gary j thorne is back hey he said hey guys this time around i'm wondering which extreme film do you wish you hadn't seen okay well um and there's a couple of ways to look at this i would say yeah there's the way there's the way that it's probably being suggested be like oh I wish I never saw this. This was awful. Mm-hmm. Or the way I kind of want to th- throw that theoretically is because it's so shocking and you don't really expect what's going to happen in it. Yeah. So you could rewatch it and not know what's happening. Yeah. Um. Well, you go first. I mean, the way I took it was like the fir- when I first read it, it, I assumed it meant something like, you know, maybe movies so fucked up that mm-hmm. you. Wish you hadn't seen them. Which outside of like real death shit, which still, you know, it bothers me, but it doesn't affect me. I don't necessarily. know. Yeah, I don't know what this says about me as a person. But the real death shit doesn't bother me nearly as much as fetish stuff. Like, <laughs> like the like extreme like like 
like scat and mm-hmm. vomit. Well, that's not vomit's not even like even up there anymore. Which that shit's <laughs> gross. You know, that shit's gross and stuff. But it's still, it's not like oh, I wish I had never seen that. Yeah. So I don't really have a movie where it's like I wish I had never seen it. Based on that, but I do have a few where like the infamy and its legacy did not live up to what it was. Yeah. Uh, something like uh, the original Human Centipede. Right. Where I don't think it's a bad movie at all. But it's just like it had such a reputation going into it that when you finally see it, it's like that's it. Yeah, it's you it. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Another one is Angel's Melancholy. Uh, it's terrible. Just because the movie is so so boring. <laughs> it's fucking awful. And I get that people love it, and that's fine. You know, hey, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, if you enjoy it, that, that's so that's your prerogative. But I remember the first time I watched it, I was sitting there like, when's this movie gonna fucking do something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. And uh, another one is uh, the Green Elephant. <laughs> Which is something we're probably going to end up doing at Oh some yeah, point. we're definitely yeah. going to cover it So I'll have to watch it again Oh boy <laughs> But I hated that movie the first time I watched I thought it was a pile of shit um, A pile of shit that they would eat Oh god Oh no I'm not looking forward to that <laughs> So no shit eating so, Don't eat like, your own shit Don't eat somebody's shit Don't eat somebody's shit it, it, It's potentially very fucking dangerous What was that really bad movie we turned off? Oh, it was oh, fuck. What was that? My pure joy. Yeah, I don't know if that's supposed to be disturbing or not, but it fucking sucked. We got about thirty minutes in, and we we're like, "All right, like this is this heinous, is terrible, um, terrible meal." I'm gonna throw that one out there. Terrible meal. <laughs> <laughs> because again, it's one of those things that's like out of morbid curiosity. Again, like I was totally fine until like she started to re-eat the vomit, and I was yeah. like, "All right, we're done. <laughs> this the movie's over. The movie is over." <laughs> It made me feel ill. Um, Angel's Melancholy. I'll throw that one out there. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's this is extreme, but fucking sex android. I hate that movie. <laughs> it's fucking. Awful. Oh, I got one for you. What's that? Deep Web XXX. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I haven't seen this one. Fuck. That movie's bad. <laughs> and of course, the real death shit. There's some stuff that. You see in some of these movies that it's like, oh, wish I never saw that. Yeah, but it doesn't like I don't know. Like to look at this question from that standpoint, I don't really have anything because like, yeah, I could turn on Traces of Death right now and watch it. I ain't gonna necessarily enjoy it, but it isn't gonna like, yeah, shock me to my core. You know, right? <laughs> Again, it's like I tried to watch Traces of Death recently, and it's like. I mean, it's not unlike anything you haven't seen on the internet at this point. Yeah. Which, again, it is a major collector's item at this point, too. But. <laughs> Me and my friend got drunk and watched one of the traces of death. <laughs> <laughs> <And we're> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, But, again, like, from the other side being like, ooh, if I could, like, forget this. And go back and yeah, rewatch it. it for some. Poughkeepsie tapes. That's cool one, yeah. Because that one, like, the ending of that movie... Like, again, going back and watching it kind of doesn't necessarily make sense. True. <laughs> Which, again, we're not I mean, about they make that guy out to be like a goddamn super villain. <laughs> they did, yeah. He's the fucking Joker when it's just like, I don't know about that one, Chief. But Cannibal Holocaust. Uh-huh. I really wanted a root one. Yeah, you did. Really fucking rules. But to go back and like just watch it for the first time, and honestly, the other one is the August Underground films. To not know yeah, what's going on in them. Yeah. I'd like to. N- if I could go back and watch them again for the first time, I'd like to watch them in order. Yeah. Because I saw Penance first. Oh, okay. Then Mortem. Then the first movie. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I watched them backwards. Well, I was at a con, and the guy who runs Cinema Wasteland was there, and he had a booth. 
Yeah. And he had penance. And I was like, oh, fuck. That's August Underground's penance, you know? Yeah. I know what this is. This is August Underground. Oh, I just came up with one for the uh, the the question. Fucking Intrusion. Is that uh, what that movie is? Yeah, you don't like that movie. You know, that movie's rough. I, that was that was the step probably too far for me. <laughs> Where Boyne's like... I mean, not, not real violence, but like... Simulated violence. Simulated violence with like real sex and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. that's mi- meant to be probably jerked off to. Yeah, I don't know that <laughs> that that crossed the line for me. I was a hard time with when we do roughies again. Oh god, <laughs> that's probably one of my old least favorite topics that we do. But people it's, love when we talk. It's about my favorite because it's funny as hell. I mean, if you go to our like SoundCloud and see like our views, uh, not views. What the fuck? Listens. Listens. Yeah. <laughs> it's some of our like highest. It is, yeah. <laughs> I think our it's probably like water power. I, I think, think our highest is like either Byro or um, I think it's John Waters. Oh, is it John Waters? Yeah, our I think, highest? yeah. I think John Waters is that up makes there. Sense. <laughs> but, I mean, he's infamous. Yeah, and famous. <laughs> here's a here's a, a quick tangent for you. Okay, Cannibal Holocaust. Yes. Fucking god, what a movie! It's so good. It's very. It's a great movie. I own yeah. it on the soundtrack on vinyl, right? Yeah. There's one song. That's missing from that damn soundtrack, and I want it so fucking bad. Oh, it's when the the villagers are like, like singing, Chana, yeah, yeah. It's slapped so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that on vinyl or oh. CD or something. Fuck, it's on rules. Somebody out there listening, you need to take the audio from the the, the movie in that scene. Just put it on disc and send it to John. Yeah, so you can just actually, listen to it. I want some some rapper to like use that as a, on a track. That would be awesome. That'd be actually. great. Yeah. <laughs> also, the, the probably is probably at this point. Necro probably did it. Oh yeah, Necro. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's crazy. So our final question is from the People's Mikey. Hey. Oh, and uh, thank you again, Gary J. Thorne. Yeah, thank you. You are the shit. So we drew that that answer for fucking forever. <laughs> The People's Mikey asks, any up-and-coming directors that you guys feel have a lot of potential? Oh, boy. Yes. I think there's one that you are going to say that we both agree on, so I wanted to go with somebody a little different. Okay. Uh, Joe Meredith. Joe Meredith. Again, I haven't seen his stuff just yet. The guy behind the South Mills District trilogy. Yeah. Uh, there are these short films about these aliens that infect people, and it's like, you got like chest burster action and people mutating, and mm-hmm. like, the shit this guy's able to do on his budget is fucking inspiring. Oh, yeah. Like, this reminds me of, like, the early days of, like, Dustin Mills, where, like, mm. the dude was not letting the budget affect his vision. Yeah. And I think he's fucking got so much potential that, like, if someone would give him some money, I think he can make something fucking insane. Oh, yeah, like, if he had, like, some of, like, the big budget stuff. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, my choice is Joe Bigos. Oh, Joe Bigos. That's not what I saw coming. Oh, well, who do you think I was going to say? I'll, I'll bring him up here. In okay, a Joe Bigos is the director of VFW, which is probably his most famous film at this point. Yeah, I didn't really see him as an up and comer, but you're right; he's only got four movies under his yeah. belt. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Joe Bigos. He's directed that Bliss, The Mind's Eye, and and Almost uh, Human. Almost Human. I haven't seen that one yet. That one's really good too. But those three movies are fucking incredible. Like, yeah. if you're a fan of, like, especially the 80s, like, type horror and, like, action cinema, you're going to love this shit. Yeah. And he blends that with the newer style, and it's just... And he, the way he, like, sets his scenes is incredible. Yeah, his lighting. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. 
the one I thought you were going to go with was Sam Hale. Sam Hale, yeah. I think that dude's got a shit ton. And clearly, they see it because uh, he is currently directing American Guinea Pig 5. What was it? What, is it confirmed? It's he's confirmed. He's doing American Guinea Pig 5. Holy shit. Okay. That's interesting. So clearly, they see oh, yeah. talent in him. And he is talented. Like, I haven't loved everything he's done. Like, I think he delves a little too hard into the fetish film style. Well, I think it's just what he likes. Yeah. But, but I think he fucking has a vision. And when he hones it in, he's really fucking good at it. Yeah. Um, Another guy who's, um, is I, I think, is an up-and-coming guy, and especially since he's broke away from rock bottom, yeah. is Nathan Rumler. Yeah, Nathan Rumler, he's yeah. He's really starting to make some different style of films, and I think he, yeah. he's got a very unique vision. Again, I know, the, I know this guy is not, by any means, like an up-and-coming filmmaker, but me and you recently watched the final interview. Oh, Fred Vogel, yeah. The final interview is fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait to see what else he does. He's an untapped potential, for sure. Oh, yeah. He still hasn't really got his due. Oh, definitely not. You know, another guy who really is kind of an up-and-comer, even though, like, you wouldn't think of it, is Stephen Barrow. Yeah, Stephen Barrow. <laughs> He's only directed three movies. Uh, Bouquet of Guts and Gore yeah. and uh, Song of Solomon. Song of Solomon is crazy. Yeah, I like I like both those movies. Yeah, um... There, there's a lot of up and coming uh, film yeah. directors, and again, that's the thing. Like once some some of these directors they either stop doing stuff or yeah they move on to different things. There's always someone that's going to rise through the I guess the quote ashes mm-hmm. and really show what they've got. Yeah, it's kind of like James Bell. Yeah, you know, James Bell on literally what I imagine is probably shoestring budgets. Yeah. <laughs> Is making some of the craziest shit imaginable. That's kind of what Joe Meredith does, where it's like, yeah, you know, he has these aliens and these mutations and these like creatures and like stop animation and yeah, it's like damn, like this dude is really like going for it, you know? Yeah, which I, I need to I need to watch his stuff. Yeah, it's really good. So I remember I remember we've talked about it quite a bit, and uh, you, you've said his stuff is really fucking good. So. You know, it's kind of crazy, too, to think about, like, when you think about well, who an up-and-coming director is, as well as an up-and-coming director is a guy who doesn't have a lot of movies under their belt, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Technically, Arya Steer yeah. and Robert Eggers are both two guys yeah. who only have two movies under their belts. Um, and that's crazy to think, because those two movies, all, you know, those four movies are fucking masterpieces. Under that pre- that preface, uh, Jimmy Screamer Claws. Oh, yeah, 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 Jimmy Screamer Claws. Um, his, again, for what he's able to do mm-hmm. with the materials he's given is insanity it really is he takes like all this stuff and just makes some of the wildest art imaginable mm-hmm. and when i need to see where blackbirds fly yeah blackbirds fly is really good which i know we we talked about it a little bit and you said it's very much up my alley oh yeah it's really good but where the dead go to the die like again it's not gonna be everyone's cup of tea mm-hmm. but again if you don't like that movie go check out some of his shorts yeah like um, what was the name of that one? I can't remember the one with the weird bug thing. Yeah, the spider. Yeah, that yeah. was cool. That one's awesome. And even though I haven't really checked out a lot of the guy's work yet, um, I just think he's got a unique uh, eye, and he's very intelligent, and then he, you know, really has a mind for the genre as Jonathan Doe. Yes. From Future Productions. He ha- he has a crazy mind for this stuff. And yeah. again, if you haven't checked out his YouTube stuff, Cinema's please. Cinema's Underbelly. Yeah, cinema's under uh, underbelly, b- 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 underbelly, <laughs> underbelly. Um, <laughs> yeah, his stuff's fucking great. Yeah, and again, he looks at movies you wouldn't think about. Like sometimes, like you're not even thinking about having any artistic merit whatsoever, mm. 
and then he explains how he thinks it does. Yeah. And you're like, I can understand that. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, now I kind of do want to watch Terrible Bill. <laughs> yeah. Which then I watched it, I was like, all right. I don't know about it, but it's not, it's not for me personally. Yeah, but, go check out all those guys. Uh, a Broke oh, yeah. House, Joe Meredith, you know. Mm-hmm. A lot of good shit out there, man. Oh, yeah. Lots of shit. Lots of shit. Lots of, lots of shit. So much shit. <laughs> so much shit. So, it's time to... Well, thank you, the People's Mikey, by the way. Yeah, thank oh, you. Th- thank you. Always a, a pleasure. And we thank you all for your questions. We're not used to questions. We're not used to questions. We're, we're slowly It's adjusting. becoming my favorite part of the podcast, though, so keep yeah. asking. <laughs> yeah, people are actually invested in what we're doing. And if you want awesome. to, send them to sickonsinema at gmail.com or on our Instagram page. Yeah. Like I said, I post a picture every week that says, send us your questions, and you can send us our que- you can yeah. ask a question in the comments, however you want to do it. <laughs> so it's time for our main event. Main event. The topic of the episode. Yes. The disturbing documentaries. Yes, and we have, as we've said earlier, we have Faces of Death, The Bridge, and, and Abducted in Plain, Plain Sight. So let's start with 1978. Directed by John Allen Schwartz. It was funded by Japan and it was kind of America's answer to the Mondo Kane films. It yeah. is Faces of Death. What a fucking like classic disturbing film though. It has a legacy behind it, man. Oh yeah. It has a reputation. It is infamous. It is controversial. It's banned in I don't know how many countries. It, I think on the poster it says forty six. Yeah. I don't know if that still stands. <laughs> if that was even a thing, either. Uh, it probably was when it was believed to be all oh, real. Yeah. So essentially, Faces of Death, you follow Francis B. Gross. <laughs> he is a doctor. Yes. How do you say that? A, uh, n- n- not a coroner. No, a philanthropist. Philanthropist. My God. My redneck tongue won't say it. I'm not a philanthropist. Thorlampolith. Oh, wow. You think you can't say it? Listen to what I'm saying over here right now. Thorlampolith. <laughs> I'm sounding like Sylvester hey. Stallone. Not Sylvester hey. Stallone. Sylvester the Cat. Hang on. You keep trying to say the word. Thorlampolith. <laughs> that was the worst one yet. Thorlampolith. <laughs> Why can't I say this? Is this even the right term? I think so, right? person who seeks to promote the welfare of others, especially by the... Gen- no, I don't think this No, is that's it. not what I'm trying to say at all. <laughs> but this is what we're trying to say, but we're too dumb to say it. Philanthropist. They're lampophil. Yeah. For <laughs> <laughs> the words. The study of people. Yes. Whatever, which one that one is. Whatever plan that one is. Philanthropist. <laughs> Fuck it. Anyways, Fuck it. <laughs> he studies people. He studies people and cultures. Jesus. Fuck. And over 26 years, he has collected a <laughs> collection of faces of, of death. death. <laughs> and that's basically what this is. Yeah. It shows you what he has seen and filmed throughout his time mm-hmm. on this planet. And uh, a lot of it's bullshit. <laughs> it's lies. It's all bullshit. <laughs> 98% of this movie is fucking fake. <laughs> it's, it's fake as shit. Pulling the curtain back. Uh, it ain't fucking real. <laughs> but there is real stuff in here. There is real stuff in it, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's. I think the thing that's more fascinating about Faces of Death than the movie itself is its reputation. Yes. Like, I can vividly remember being a child and going into this one video store in particular. Oh, yeah. And on the shelf, there was that hooded skeleton with the, the fangs oh, and the, yeah. the slit tongue. Ah, and it said Faces of Death. Yeah. And I'm like, 
that's the real shit right there. <laughs> yes. And being too scared to even pick the box up. See, like, again, that's, that's how I was with Faces of Death as well as at the same time with, like, Traces of Death. Yeah. Because I don't know what fucking video store this was, mm. but there was VHSs, which I wish I, in retrospect, I wish I got them. I know, right? But <laughs> um, it was... You know the faces of death movies. I think it was at least I think it was the first one, and then at least one of the traces of death. Yeah, which I remember seeing the covers as a child and being like, "Oh shit!" Mm-hmm. And seeing especially with traces, which has the I think it has the skull with like the scalpels on the it. Scalpels, yep. I was like, "Ooh, I don't, I, don't, I can't touch that. Yeah. I can't even, I can't even look at that." Well, see, this video store I was thinking of was in a sketchy, <laughs> a sketchy part of town, and it had the beads. If you know what I'm talking about. Yes, and I, I remember vividly one time too as well being in there, and a guy come through the beads, and I was standing there at the horror section, and we met eyes, and it was very awkward. He's like, and we just stared at each other for a few seconds, and he's like, turned and walked away. Uh, <laughs> I was like, dude, I have oh a funny story. Before we dive into the faces of the death a little bit more, I, I have a funny story to tell about that. There's a, there's a store that's near, uh, not, not too far from us, mm. before it kind of like switched, like rebranded in a way. Yeah. And out front, you have like a bunch of like band t shirts and whatnot, and like s- stuff for alternative culture. Yeah. But then there's the section that's beat it off, as you said. Beat it off. Yeah, it has a bunch of the beads. And I, as a child, didn't realize I wasn't supposed to walk through there. <laughs> and I did, and I saw all kinds of shit. <laughs> Shit that a probably six-year-old shouldn't see, like bong gas masks, <laughs> porno tapes, on, on just on display. And I remember the guy at the register was like, no! <laughs> and then mom and dad had to come pull me out of the beaded area. The beaded area. The beaded area. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing that's crazy about Faces of Death. is, like, yeah. Of course it had its infamy when it came out, but I think it's like... It's resurgence in like the the time period that it gained even more infamy. Yeah, was like the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, when the end of the heyday of VHS. Like, so this movie came out in like nineteen seventy eight and like played in theaters and shit like that. Yeah, and then became well, even more popular in the late nineties when you had TV state, yeah. you know, news stations being like, "Faces of Death" tapes are being traded amongst children in elementary school. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's crazy to think about. Like this, this was such a cultural phenomenon. Yeah, like everybody knew of Faces of Death. Oh, definitely. You know, if you went to fucking LimeWire, yeah, or or Huzzah, or fucking Huzzah. Napster, or any of these websites, right? Yeah, and you wanted to see videos of people getting fucking killed, <laughs> what you typed in was. Faces of Death. That's crazy. You know, that's the, this movie has such a fucking legacy for something that's not even fucking real. Yeah. It, it, it tricked every fucking body. Yes. Before Blair Witch, there was Faces of Death. Yeah. And before it was Cannibal Holocaust. Mm-hmm. But. Well, no. <laughs> no? Cannibal Holocaust was 81. Oh, yeah, you're right. So yeah, this is before that, yeah. yeah this is I'm like the about... OG fucking, like, fooled you, bitch movie. Oh, wow, that's, it's, it's crazy shit, man. Mm. And again, rewatching it, like... Again, they're, it's so charming in a way. It is, like, but it's also fucking dated as hell. It is. Like, yeah. I was watching, I was like, fuck it, hey, man, this does not hold up. <laughs> but, but, I I mean, there wasn't many parts in the, while I was watching it personally where I was like, I'm so fucking bored. Yeah. Where I was sitting here, I'm sitting here watching it, and I'm like, this is so fucking wild. And how they got away with this for the times is I think crazy. the beginning is a bit long. 
You think so? Like when you're in like the animal shit. I, I thought what was, what was longer than that was like like <laughs> the shitty fucking environmental montage. Yeah, that was bad. I mean that that part did hold up. I mean it does hold up as far as like message goes. Yeah, but, like and like Francis fucking gross is like. <laughs> Smarmy little fucking jabs at everything. Yeah, it's like, "Where's your god now?" And shit like that. <laughs> Where's your god now, bitch? Yeah, like when the guy yeah. gets bit by the snake, which you never see. Yeah, Bullshit. no, didn't happen. <laughs> didn't no, fucking no. happen. They didn't even. I don't, they didn't even bother filming that no, one. No, fuck no, they didn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's it, you know, we say it's dated. The movie is dated. Some of the effects hold the fuck up. Yeah. though. some of the effects look fucking great. And. Also, I think some of the, like, footage itself that they got, like, for example, them, like, walking through the graveyard and, like, filming stuff there. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and some of the, like, nat- na- nature footage they either mm-hmm. got or filmed, which yeah. I'm not sure. Some places I'm sure they filmed some stuff. Yeah. Like, some of that's, like, that footage is fantastic. And honestly, the way this movie opens is just sets the tone. Yeah, which it's a real open-heart search. Yeah. Movie. I'm sitting here, like... I don't, I don't know if it, this, God, this makes me sound like a fucking weirdo, but I'm sitting here watching this, and I'm like, this is just fucking fascinating. Seeing this guy, seeing this person on this table, their heart beating, mm-hmm. and seeing, you could literally see the inside of their body breathing. Yeah. It, it's insane, it's insane to see. I was looking at that and going like, that's my future right there. Heart <laughs> surgery. <laughs> Damn. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> there you go. That's the future of the podcast. John dies of a fucking heart attack. But yeah, like the effects were done by Alan Apone, who would go on to do like Return of the Living Dead, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. And it shows. And it shows because, yeah. like, you know, like we we're talking about the beheading. Yes. That looked fucking amazing. Yeah. Again, if you didn't know, you, you would, would think, think it was real. Yeah. yeah. And like, except for like what you point out. Yeah. Some of the Middle Eastern people don't look looked a bit Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> They do not look Middle Eastern whatsoever. No, not at all. <laughs> I noticed that this time too. I was, watching, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a minute, it's my Mexico, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> instead of Iraq or where they're supposed to be in at. And of course, I will say, like some of the clips are still pretty shocking. Yeah, I mean, like those, the seals. Yeah, those poor motherfucking seals just get clubbed the fuck to death. Fucking clobber, dude. It's what wild. the fuck. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's something that don't make sense to me, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> I just love also like that that Francis Gross is just like it's just without saying it, like this is fucking repulsive. <laughs> it was at that moment I swore I would never wear an animal's fur on my back again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like look, I I understand what you're saying, but calm down. Yeah, C- calm down. Breathe. <laughs> yeah, br- 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 <laughs> inhale, exhale. Um, <laughs> yeah, like some of the stuff like. There is real shit. All, oh, yeah. Almost all the animal death stuff is real. Yes. The infamous monkey brain eating thing is yeah. fake. Yeah, which, again, after you pointed that out, you can definitely see that it is. Yeah, you can tell if the little mallets are not hitting the monkey at all. Well, they're hitting him, but it's not real. It's foam rubber. Yeah, it still shouldn't hit the monkey with the foam. <laughs> monkey's with foam. losing its mind, dude. <laughs> what? Whoa, 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 you'd lose your fucking mind. Tip your shit into a fucking table and, like, getting fucking smack in the head with stuff. You're like, what's happening? Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of rich motherfuckers just bashing in the head with foam. And you're like, what is happening here? But the monkey head that they get the brains out, that looked really good. Yeah, which I didn't know if they actually like made that yeah. or yeah. That, that's insane. It's all effects, man. 
because like that the monkey itself like the the dead monkey not the mm-hmm. real the real monkey is real but the monkey's real yeah the dead monkey looked very real it looked good um especially like the like the skull and shit like that it's and there is a wild. few real death things in it like the yeah. suicide is real the body on the beach the body on the beach is real yeah which they just found upon that too. That's yeah, the thing. it's like, crazy. If you listen to the uh, commentary with the director, yeah, on the Blu-ray, they were filming some segment, and that body just happened to wash up on the beach, and they're like, "Shit, get the camera!" Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're making this movie about the faces of death, and here's a real dead body. <laughs> That's as like mondo as it gets. It is very mondo. <laughs> like when it comes to like, oh, body, film it. Yeah, and there's that crazy stuff too, where like that plane wrecked in that city. Oh, that stuff's chilling. That shit was pretty fucking wild because, like, there's just viscera everywhere. Yeah. And not the wrestler. Not the fucking wrestler. Uh, oh, excuse oh. me. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, you want to drink the little ball of water? Uh, probably not. Oh, bless you. I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> you put that thing down quick. I did. Um, go ahead and talk about Face of Death while I get this bottle open. Okay. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, the the plane crash scene, like the one thing in that that got me fucking hard. Well, that sounded really bad. <sighs> got you hard? No, <laughs> that fucking like I was like, what the fuck? Like I like, we had watched this before, mm-hmm. and I forgot about it. But the woman, like the woman who saw the person fly through her fucking window, yeah, and got covered in blood. Mm-hmm. What? If that's real? If it's real? Yeah. If they didn't just make that up for the, the movie? The, yeah. Cause like uh, there's there's some good fucking lines in this movie, man. Yeah. Uh, the fucking right execution right. scene, which I think is maybe the best. Yeah. Of all the faces of death, it's so fucking iconic. Like when mm. I think about faces of death, the first thing I fucking think about is the ex- is the the lecture chair. Yes. The blood coming out of the tape, the foam in the mouth. But like as they're taking him to it, he's like, you know, I asked him if he had any regrets, and he said. All I wanted was the wallet, and the bitch gave me a hard time. I was like, good fucking line. That yeah. sounds realistic. It, yeah, all this stuff sounds very realistic. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, another part about that is he's like, I asked him if he was nervous about, you know, what was about to happen to him. And he, he just looked at me and smiled. But upon getting closer and closer to the chair, you could see the nervous look in his face. Yep. But I was like, ooh, it's good, it's good stuff. Uh, the assassination scene, I think, is really good, too. The assassination scene looks good. Mm-hmm. But then, them talking to the assassin <laughs> is fucking terrible. It looks like something out of a bad James Bond ripoff movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 dead ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, ser- like, like, straight up. I swear to... G- <laughs> it looks like... Something that Rock Bottom would film as a joke. Yeah, it does. Like for like, like beyond the valley no, of belief. belief. Yeah, and, but the thing that I thought was really cool about the uh, the assassination set piece was uh, they didn't use subtitles. Yeah, which I think makes it even feel more real mm. to me. Um, the familiar side one I thought was done really well too. Yeah, the window is busting. Like yeah, that was, that really was good. crazy. That was looking. really good shit. Um, what's another really good one? They all kind of start blending together after a while. Oh yeah. Uh, I thought honestly their talk about war was pretty, pretty well done. The nuclear stuff, yeah. Talking about nuclear war and except for that one, don't make no sense. What happened to the dude? What? what which? Oh, him. He I, just I burst into flames. Imagine he set himself on fire. Was that what it was? See, I for years guess. I thought there was so much radiation in the air that he just. Poof. 
I don't think that happens. I think, no. I think you just get, like, cancer. Yeah, but that's what, <laughs> I don't know. It was weird. They're just, like, sitting there protesting, and all of a sudden he's like, I'm on fire. That's what I assumed, <laughs> but I'm not sure. Mm. That one, that one, like, when they're talking about, like, World War II and talking about, like, the Holocaust, like, mm-hmm. I actually thought they did that very well. They did. They covered. They actually covered it with, like, some dignity and, like, yeah. some, like, you know, like, mostly and, in good taste. Yeah, and, Essentially, being like, oh, you know, Hitler's ideology and whatnot is it, it, not not ideology. Them saying like, oh, what happened here is in the past, but his uh, the hatred still lives on. Yeah, and it's like, huh. yeah, yeah, very, very well done. Yeah, something that wasn't very well done is the bear attack scene. <laughs> fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awful. <laughs> like, it, like again, hindsight, but like. <laughs> Thinking it was real, mm-hmm. it's pretty wild. There's so many camera cuts. Yeah, you're like, come on. Yeah, that's that's another. That's that's, that's yeah. Another one today. that you thought was pretty good that I thought was bad was the alligator one there. I thought it was fun because the, it was a it was a news crew. The fucking acting in that segment is God, it's bad. I'm here outside at the uh, lakefront. Here with this person, how how? Well, I wasn't talking about that part. I was talking about the part (laughs) where he gets dragged in the water. You know, there's a big old alligator out, and I'm like, this is heinous. (laughs) Well, the the civilians that are being interviewed sounded kind of realistic, but the 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 interviewer himself sounded like shit. The fucking sheriff shows up. So you say there's an alligator? (laughs) I also like how like one of them was like, "Uh, Joe. Yeah, it's like. You couldn't have chosen a more like generic name besides Bob. Yeah, one of the faces of death. I can't remember what it is. This guy parachutes into the fucking alligator pit and gets eaten. <laughs> yeah, they go back to alligators. That's that's wild. It's fun. Uh, the, the parachute scene in this one is insane. What's real? Yeah. <laughs> God, see, that's why I don't ever want to skydive because yeah, I'd no be afraid right. my fat ass would like <laughs> just get tangled or just something. Rrr. Yeah, just hit the dirt. <laughs> Or like at, but the very least, like when I get to my when we get to the the landing spot, I just rip every tendon in my knees and get folded like that. That video that sting, that guy dressed up as sting. Fuck that poor that poor bastard. Just, I hope he's all right. In all uh, honesty, we'll see. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I know nothing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Another segment I thought was pretty rough uh, is the cult. Ooh, it's bad. It's really bad. God, like, why are they doing it? Like, I don't immortality so- or something like that. Sure. Yeah. I think it was just an excuse to have people rub themselves some blood <laughs> and have sex. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was just the excuse. But the to- effects in that scene don't look so good either. No, the skin tone is obviously different. So bad. Yeah. yeah. It's it, it's rough. But having said all that, like pointing out the negative, it's faces of death. It's it's a classic shock. Movie. It's a must own for any fan of the extreme cinema because it's you know, it's one of the most infamous movies ever made. Absolutely. You go talk to people right now and they'll be like, "Oh, Face of Death, that's the movie. It's all real." Oh yeah, and you the, know, and it's it, crazy. It, it, in a way, you want to be like, "Well, actually, mm-hmm. well, actually, well," but at the same time, you're like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the one that's real, the one that's real." <laughs> Because I mean, it's it's kind of funner to think that way. It in, is in some sense because once the curtain is pulled a little bit, it kind of it hurts the movie. Yeah, it does. Like when you watch it, knowing it's all fake, it is. It's not as good anymore. Yeah, but 
I still think it is a classic. It is a classic of extreme cinema, for sure. And again, like what I will say, like if you can stomach some of the real stuff, because there is real stuff in this. There like, is animal stuff, cruelty yeah. and like suicide. Yeah. Uh, autopsy footage, morgue footage. Like if you can handle stuff like that, then I highly recommend watching this. But what's funny is like you know what's way more extreme than Faces of Death? What's that? Killing of America. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Killing of America is all real. All real. Like there's not a single bit of that movie that's fabricated. Nope. And it's stark. And I yep. watched it. I watched it not too long ago. It's a good movie. Oh, it is really good. Really I recommend good. that one too. Yep. But I recommend Faces of Death. Yeah, it's dated. It doesn't really hold up, but it's important and it's iconic. Yes, absolutely. So, anything else you want to say about Faces of Death? Um, I want. I can, it makes me want to see the rest of them. Yeah, that is true. Because it's like uh, how. I do like the sequel mentality, in especially with something like Faces of Death. Yeah, because it's like, oh, what else is there? What are they gonna do? Yeah, because it does feel like in a way they wanted to get everything into in, this into one. This one, yeah, they they tackled everything. Yeah. What's your favorite segment of Faces uh, of Death? That's tough. Probably the execution. I like yeah. the execution a lot. Either that or the decapitation yep. execution. They're both executions. Yeah. Because yeah. they they both look fantastic. Yep. And they and they're sold very well. Mm-hmm. Again, if you didn't know, you think, "Oh shit!" Yeah. The only thing is, like in the the electric chair execution, it does kind of they do cut angles. They cut angles a lot, yeah. But again, you can also believe that he has a crew with him. Yeah, that's the one thing I will say. But where, maybe he had two cameras with him. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's highly doubtful. Doubtful, but you can you know. suspend a disbelief a little bit. I, I think it like for a. For a movie that does tackle as as dark many dark subjects as it does tackle, I think it's a very charming. It is film, especially when after the opening segments and he comes in with the gloves on and especially takes, when Francis Gloves looks like this the whole movie. His glasses are fucked. <laughs> yeah, no one saw that. But I know. I, I gotta gla- keep forgetting that it's not just us. His glasses do look very lopsided throughout the movie. It's like he never wore glasses in his life. Yeah, he put them on. He's like, is that how you wear them? <laughs> Sure. Yeah. None of us wear them either. You're good, Francis. <laughs> As his name's actually Francis Gross. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought his name was great, though. Francis yeah. Gross is fun. But yeah, I mean, and does it fit into the documentaries? I think it does. It it definitely partially because it does talk about like actual death. Yeah. And it does tackle t- tackle pretty heavy topics too. I mean, what's the difference between Faces of Death and Thin Blue Line when it comes to like because it's recreations? Yeah, there's a lot of recreations. Yeah, but I would say that Faces of Death fabricates a fabricates lot more. more than Thin Blue Line. Absolutely. Which, which again, Thin Blue Line is not the uh, the flag that you see people rocking nowadays. It's a no, documentary. No, yeah, yeah, it's a. <laughs> might want to clarify that. Yeah, it's a documentary from the '60s. <laughs> it's about a cop who got '60s, '70s, '70s. '70s. Okay. It's about a cop who gets shot to death. Yeah. <laughs> So, it, that's a great movie, too. It is a great it's movie. Hard, it's kind of hard to keep up with, but... Yeah, we might tackle it, tackle it yeah. one day. So, next up from 2006. Yes. Speaking of infamous and notorious. Yep. We have Eric Steele's The Bridge. Holy shit. This movie. Yes, we go from kind of fun to <laughs> very dark. <laughs> um, where, where, where do you want to begin? That's I the mean, question. Like, Essentially what The Bridge is, for those who are unfamiliar with the film, yeah. it's a documentary about the phenomena of suicides at the Golden Gate Bridge. Essentially for, what, like a week or two? 
Uh, a month, something like it's that. It's like a year. They filmed for like a year? A year. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they said they filmed for like six months, something like that. Shit. They put a camera on the Golden Gate Bridge and film it every day. Yeah, I could be wrong. So. And uh, they capture several. Several suicides. Several suicides, and they speak to the families and friends and other people involved. Yeah. With the incidences that occur at the bridge. Yeah. Um, and nothing is cut away from. Nope. Nothing is censored. Nope. It's just straight up just showing people yep. kill themselves. And what makes this movie, that's what makes this movie so controversial. Yeah. Is that they sit there and they filmed these people kill themselves without ever even attempting to talk to any of them. To reach out and try to help. To keep, yeah. keep them from doing it. And it comes down to that morality of the filmmaker versus the human being. Yeah. You and <laughs> which again I understand with documentaries, like the best thing to do is for the director himself to step away and let the subjects tell the story. But when your subjects are literally about to fucking kill themselves, you yeah. probably should do something. Yeah. It it's complicated. It's real fucking complicated. But there's other things yeah. about it to me that are not not even worse because like that you know could they saved them who knows you know that's semantics yeah but like to film these people kill themselves yeah and then to interview the families without giving the families knowledge they filmed that they filmed yeah. the person killing themselves oof that one's a bit more like yeah. damn like especially since the last guy who come the last guy who jumps who becomes very much a focal point of, of the movie, movie yeah Apparently, according to what I read online, again, this could this could not be real. It could be. Yeah, it's hard to tell. They said that they sat there and filmed him pacing around on the bridge for 90 minutes. Yeah. Until he eventually just jumped. Yeah. Which, again, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of heinous. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. How can we say that after we have we just talked about people literally fucking dying in this movie? It's like, oh, someone's dead on the on the the, the beach here. Let's film them. <laughs> <Yeet>. <laughs> I mean, it's both pretty morbid practices. Oh, for sure. Um, but I guess the difference is that was 1978. Yeah, and you would hoped that people would have learned from that but they didn't yeah no in fact they've only gotten worse really when you think about it in the age of the, cell phones the digital age like I remember there was a story that came out a couple of years back where it like people were drowning mm -hmm. and people literally got their phones to record them fucking drown and I was like none of you helped <laughs> and if I saw you drowning I would not lend a hand <laughs> they did doom 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 <laughs> Damn. Uh, Phil Collins was right. <laughs> Phil Collins predicted the future. <laughs> but yeah, like to me that I don't know, for some reason that was the moment that like hit harder than anything for me. Yeah. I was like, man, they interviewed these people knowing they had their loved ones death on, on video. video. It didn't tell them. Uh, it's 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 Terrible. It's kind of bad. Yeah, it's it's wrong in a lot of ways. It also looks like like Eric Steele's reputation did not come back from this. No. See, I don't think he made anything else. But at the same time, I, like I'm watching the movie, I'm like, it, I do feel like it's kind of an important movie. It is. Yeah. Because it has to be one of the only documentaries to show suicide in its most stark 
yes and real and what it does to the people around it absolutely you know having said that though what i'll say what are you doing just keep talking I'm trying, oh. I'm trying to fix my fridge over here <laughs> There we go. <laughs> Having said that, oh man, the people in this m- documentary are strange. Well, again, <sighs> the re- the reason why I was like, I'll give out there that they're probably acting so strange is probably because their loved one, probably not too long ago, just died. True. And here's these people being like, "Well, t- talk about your loved one who jumped off the bridge." Yeah, but man, the daughter and mother. Oh, it's pretty bad. The way they talk is just awkward. And I'm like, they seem remorseless. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like dead robots. Yeah. And maybe that's just the the way it came off, and it's not true, and they were very upset about what happened, but it didn't seem like that. Yeah. Something I will say also about the film is, like, maybe if you're going to make a movie about suicide... And it's, you know, as you said, in its most dark and stark form. Mm-hmm. Maybe have a number for the suicide hotline at the end. Yeah, that probably would have been pretty cool. To put that to put that at the end, to be like, hey, you know. You can play Future song. <laughs> Is it Future? And it's not Future. It's uh, fucking, oh, God, I don't remember the guy's name now. Weekend. No. No. Oh, God. <laughs> it's some Hang stupid on. fucking one-word name, ain't it? Yeah, it's a Logic. Logic, yeah. Yeah. So. He played Logic shit song. After he, then he went on to make a song where he Makes fucking... Makes fun of the fact that he made the song about the suicide all Yeah, line. made fucking bank on it is what he yeah. said. It's like, fuck off. Yeah. But, you know, we'll throw it out there. Yeah. You know, I don't know the suicide hotline number. I mean, I can pull it up if you want me to. You can if you want to. Um, But, you know, that's the thing I think is important about the documentary. Is that I think yeah. it could be a deterrent. Like, they talked to a guy who jumped and survived. In the, and for him to be like, as I started following, being like, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I want to live. That is like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how many people does that go through their heads? The the suicide hotline number in, Ameri- in America, mm-hmm. anyway, is 8- 800 There you go. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, to anyone out there who is, you know, dealing with mental health problems, don't be afraid to reach out to yeah, people. Yeah, absolutely. And like, like I said, that's why I think this movie's important. Yeah. Because it talks about that. I think it really handles the mental health aspect of it Yeah, well, because it shows the people who are dealing with it. It shows people who have to go through it, you know, yeah. secondhand, you know, people who didn't understand it at first, but now, unfortunately, are forced to understand what it was. Yeah. You know? And also... Very much shows what families have to deal with after you're gone, mm-hmm. and that's uh, that's rough. It's rough, but the problem with the movie is just the tactics it went through to get there. Yeah, which again, like I, I, I just again when when I was like even writing the movie for like Letterbox, mm-hmm. I didn't know what to give it. Yeah, because like I enjoyed the movie actually. Like I will sit here and say that. Like I don't know if that's a controversial take or not. I don't think so. But I I, I do think it's very much a dark look into the subject matter and a very open in, in look into it. But at the same time, it does feel feels dirty watching it. It's like I don't think it's exploitive in its 
finale. Yeah. Like the movie itself, I don't feel as exploitive. What was exploitive was the means in which they filmed it. Yeah. I but, agree. But then it comes to that, you know, like, what is the filmmaker's responsibility here? Is it to be hands-off and to literally just film what's happening? Yeah. Or should they interject into the matters? Uh, that That's all... For everyone to think about. Yep, I think that's up for the viewer, the viewer to, disca- yeah. to decide. You know, and this is a heavy watch. And again, as I said, it doesn't look like Eric still did anything else. Yeah, which he directed a couple things. Yeah, he directed a couple things. It didn't. It doesn't seem like he did a ton after this. No, it seems like most of the stuff he did was before. Yeah, because again, like it is, it is a controversial film. It's that's very, why we're talking about it. It's very controversial. Again, we talk about the dark side of the film. Yep. And this is absolutely one of the peak movies in that yep. realm. Yep, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's anything else to really talk about with the bridge. Except for, like, I mean, the one thing I will say is, again, if you think you can handle the mm-hmm. the what's in this movie. like Again, I'm not saying that as a, like, try to push you into it yeah. kind of thing. It's not one of those, like, I dare you to watch the bridge. No, like, again, mo- movies like... Like Cannibal Holocaust, yeah, and shit like that. That's the endurance test. Yeah, seeing like what you can handle of people's imagination. Mm-hmm. This is real. Yeah, this is real life. All three of these movies, well, two of these movies, two of these movies are real. Yeah, two of these <laughs> movies are real, and the subject matters are fucking heavy. Yeah, and deal with real like stuff that really fucking happened. Yeah, to me, this is the heaviest. Yeah, I mean, Doug's a plain sight. You know, we'll get into it, but I found myself not being as disturbed as another emotion. <laughs> yeah. Um, where this one, like, this was my second viewing, so it wasn't quite as poignant yeah. as the first time. But, like, there is no denying that when you see the person jump off the bridge, no matter how many times they show it, it's startling. It's hard to watch. You know what I mean? It's like, woof, damn. It's been, the, one, the one at the end, mm. that one is brutal. It just goes back. Ugh. <sighs> I don't know that it's like it, it's engraved into my mind. Yep. Um, but yeah, again, it hangs with you. It definitely does. It's yeah. a documentary that sticks to you. I again, as you said, I think it's a very important movie. I do too. Like I think it's I think it it needs to be watched. You know, go into it knowing what you're getting yourself into. Be emotionally ready for it. Yeah. But I think it is an important movie to watch. I just don't know if it should have been made the way it was made. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah. Again, it, it, yeah. If if you think you can personally handle watching this movie, then I highly recommend it. Mm. But at the same time, whether it be because of your own mental health or for the practices taken in the movie, yeah. you don't want to watch it. Yeah. Then by all means, don't. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, I agree with that one hundred percent. Because like, again, for for us, like it, it was kind of hard to like even like think about like even like ordering the movie. Yeah, because it was so much of like, like, if it's crazy, it's it's feeling. just so complicated. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's like what they're tackling is an important subject. Yeah, but to film someone kill themselves and not even attempt to, to stop anything to stop anything feels wrong. Really, yeah. really wrong. But again, the subject matter they are tackling is an important one to tackle. Absolutely, because the movie isn't. It is about. The suicide of the Golden Gate Bridge, but it's more about suicide in general. Yeah, and like the the, the human condition in a way, and like yeah. how the human mind. Again, one guy 
puts it very, very eloquent about how Ooh. mental health affects the person. The and it's one of the families of one of the one of the victims of the the bridge. Yeah, he says it's like having cancer of the mind. Yep, which it it very much is. Yeah, mental health is something you should very much keep track of. Oh yeah, take very seriously for sure. And again, if you think something is wrong, then make yeah. sure to re- reach out. Talk to doctors potentially about getting even medicated. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I know I am. Me too. And it's helped me out so much. Yeah, for so, sure. And and always reach out to the people around you because they do love you and care about you. Yep. I think that's the important message of the bridge. Yeah. Okay. Just don't know if it was handled with the best. Don't care. know if it should should have been made. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was handled <laughs> with care. Yeah, exactly. But that's the bridge. I mean, like, I think we've tackled it to the best we can tackle yeah. it. You know? I don't know if there's anything else really to say about it. Um, Other than you choose whether or not you think you want to watch it. Yeah. Which, again, that was my whole thing about watching it for a while. Was mm-hmm. being like, should I watch this? And now that we came to the point where we kind of had to. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let's jump into this. And, uh, oof, it's rough. Yeah. I mean, Herzog killed a bunch of people by flooding a fucking set. So if you're going to watch a Herzog movie, you Fuck. might as well watch a fucking The Bridge, you know? You might as well watch Traces of Death. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I could be wrong about that. I want to say Herzog flooded a bunch of people. I, there, there, was it the, I, don't, I don't think it was him, but the uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah. <laughs> if you watch that, you might as well watch Traces of Death. I mean, it's fucking brutal. Yeah, right. That, just a little levity I want to add to this in there. Yeah. I don't actually think Herzog is a piece of shit. It was a horrible accident that should have happened. But... <laughs> 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 Maybe instead of watching the bridge, if you think you can't handle, it, just go watch Cannonball. Like yeah, it's again. funner. Yeah, I mean, it's still dark. It's still dark. It's I mean, fucked up, but it is funner. That's what we talk about. Yep, we talk about dark subject matter. Yep, and that's probably one of the more heavier ones we've ever done. For I sure, would say I'd say so because it, not only is it real, but it tackles a topic that is heavy, heavy, heavy topic. Um. But, yeah. So. When we set out to do this episode, we picked three movies. Yeah. The finale was not originally supposed to be this movie. No, absolutely not. It, it seemed as though it was going to be The Bridge or Faces Death, because those are the two most infamous movies. But this movie features some of the dumbest motherfuckers <laughs> that have ever walked the face of this fucking planet. And when I watched this, I knew there could be only one fucking movie we could end the show with. And that's Abducted in Plain Sight. From 2017, directed by fucking Sky Borgman. <laughs> I mean, it's not the director. No, like, no, 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 no. The he director did, was he, just, did, he did a great fucking job. What, 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 it, he, he or she? I don't actually know. Okay. They. How about that? They did a fucking great job. Yeah. Probably should have looked a little bit more. Nah, do there. <laughs> but the reason we're doing this one last in particular. Let's just pretend that this little drink here that I've got in my hand that's that's totally not a water. It's totally just like a bottle of Jack. Where's that? Hang on. <laughs> The movie we're about to All tackle right. must be talked in detail. Yes. So, if go you watch this. Do not want spoilers. You have not seen this, and you do not want spoilers. We thank you for listening. Turn the episode off, mm-hmm. and we'll see you in two weeks. Now, um, if you don't care about spoilers or you have seen it, join us <laughs> as on what is one of the most insane fucking stories I have ever heard in my life. It's fucking wild. I don't even know how to fucking properly tackle this. Again, what I want to preface is, again, 
the people involved in this story. This story is real. Real. This this is not fictional. This is not some movie that someone made. Yes. Just just because it was all the edgy subject matter. And also this does tackle sexual abuse. Yes. Uh pedophilia. Yeah. Real pedophilia. Yeah. So, Very real. Essentially what we have here in Abducted Plain Sight is we have two families. Yeah. And uh, I only wrote one of the names down. I don't know why I did that because I knew I needed both of them. Probably because you're just so fucking mad. <laughs> it's true. Because that, that's what I was feeling the entire fucking time. Kidnapped is not the name of this fucking movie. What am I doing? <laughs> abducted. <laughs> You've been abducted. I'm done. I shouldn't went to fucking Letterboxd either. That was stupid. It's on there. Broberg. The, the Brobergs. Yeah. It just hit me as soon as you pulled it up. The like, Brobergs and the Birch Tolds. The Birchtold family and the Broberg family. So you you picked this movie out. Yeah, this was your pick. Mm-hmm. So what made you want to do this one? I just want to know, like, how, did you know about it? Did you know the story? Did you know how fucking crazy it was, or was it just one you heard of and you were like, "Hey, we should do this"? Okay, so what made me want to choose this? I had no idea what this movie was even about. Really, I knew the the name "Abducted in Plain Sight" was too, yeah. it was going to be you know something about some form of abduction. Yeah. And I was listening to Last Podcast on the Left, one of their side stories episodes from a while back, and this is when it first dropped on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's where you can watch it at, by the Netflix, way. Netflix, yes. And, again, they, they're doing the same thing we're doing right now. They're like, watch it and uh, come back. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, turn it off. They said it was one of the darkest documentaries that they had ever watched, potentially. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. And it, it popped up on a couple of lists, too, and I was like, I think this might work. Yeah. And I think it does. It does, 100%. Um, um, here's the thing. Yeah. I had heard the title Abducted in Plain Sight. Yeah. I had heard rumblings about it, that it was pretty fucked up, pretty wild. Yeah. But never watched it, because the Netflix style of documentary isn't my cup of tea. This is not made by Netflix. It was not. No. They just released it? They just they just bought the rights to it. Okay. Makes sense. Because um. <laughs> they definitely make sure you know it's a Netflix original because they slap it on every Everything. fucking thing yeah. they make. Sorry. Here's the thing, uh, though. This movie kind of got overshadowed after a while. Yeah. Like, it came out, it got popular for a bit, but then, like, Make It a Murderer. Yeah. And Tiger King. And, and the, the was it The Keepers? The Keepers. Things like this blew up way more than Abducted in Plain Sight. Yeah. The, the Staircase dropped on Netflix, the staircase. too. Uh, it just, it was a flooded market. And you know it's but like when I posted this on my personal Instagram yeah. page, there was a reaction. People were like, "Oh, you watched that?" <laughs> you know, oh like, really? Oh yeah. Oh boy. Um, because <laughs> here's the thing about this movie, man. It is way it, it's it, it tackles a much darker story than Tiger King. Yeah, but it has just as memeable shit in it, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking people, man. Oh, hang on, hang on. I just about fucking passed out. <laughs> oh my god. These fucking oh. people, man. Oh my god. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. It is. Listen, I get. I guess because people were, some people were just stuck on the subject matter, mm-hmm. which it's fucking dark. It's fucking dark. But how can you ignore the blatant fucking insanity yeah. that is happening in this? Yeah. Again, look, I know it takes place in the 1970s. I know we're about to jump ahead. I'm about to jump ahead a little bit. Yeah. But how the fuck did you not know something was fucking wrong? <laughs> exactly. How did you not fucking know? 
Okay. So as as I was saying, this movie involves two families. Yep. Was it the Brobergs? Well, first we might want to discla- uh, have a disclaimer real real fast that um we had to stop because batteries try to die. Yeah, yeah. But, and I got water. But yeah. But and, and even though we're going to make fun of, yeah, and ruthlessly roast, do not forget <laughs> that at the end of the day, this is a story about a poor little girl. Yeah, who was manipulated, manipulated and, and horribly abused and groomed. Yeah. So do not forget that. Yeah. But these people must be two de- people in particular must be destroyed. <laughs> Again, what, what, what I'm going to preface is just because we're going to roast the shit out of them and just go off. Mm-hmm. Don't like again. I'm not, I'm not saying our fan base would do this, or in anyone necessarily would do this. Don't reach out to these people and try to harass them. I mean, them. I don't know how you would. I mean, you. Some people probably tried. I guess probably, probably. But anyways, so we have the Brobergs and we have the Birchtolds. The Birchtolds. The Brobergs yeah. are described throughout this film as a naive suburban family. Naive naivete only goes so fucking far. <laughs> these people are dumb. <laughs> Oh my god. Um it's ridiculous. They befriend a man named Robert Birchtold. They see him at church. They call him B. They call him B. They befriend him. He starts to come over for dinners and the families go out together and they all have a good time. But as they do this, things start to become strange. To say the least. First it's B wants to just hang out with the girls. Then he just wants to hang out with their youngest daughter, Jan. Yeah. And he begins taking photos of Jan. Some pretty weird. Weird photos. Yeah. He begins to ask if Jan can go do things with him. Just Jan, not the other two daughters. No, just Jan. Just Jan. And one day, he's like, I want to take her horseback riding. Mm Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Here's where it really began for me. I'm like, you don't really know this guy that well. No. You've met him at church. You've you've hung out, sure, but it's not like you like... And they even say, there's even a point in the fucking movie. They're like, you know, it really kind of bothers when he took photos of her and shit. Then fucking say something. Yeah. <laughs> say, hey, fucko. How about you stop taking pictures of my fucking daughter, you fucking creep? Yeah, exactly. No. Nah. No, did you just let it happen? But anyways, so like Ooh. they're already they're already had this like, huh, it's kinda weird. <laughs> but you can fucking go. Uh, yeah, but yeah. you can go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can go ahead and go with this guy who also for six months leading up to this event was sleeping in your fucking bed with your daughter laying well, in the bed for fucking six months straight. Here's the thing though. We didn't know that at this point in the documentary. No, we did. No. But they did. They did. They fucking did. They fucking did. And try to act like as if nothing was wrong. How do you not know that a 40-year-old man sleeping in the bed with your daughter is not a bit fucking weird? Because a psychiatrist said it was okay. Bullshit artist! Yeah, they also didn't even ask about, like, can we talk to the psychiatrist? <laughs> yeah, and also the psychiatrist, they, they mentioned a little later on in the movie, had his license took away. Yeah. So, um... No, no. Even even if the, the the psychiatrist didn't have his license took away and said for that to happen, still no. Still, it's a it's a big fucking no. Yeah, for any logical person. Yeah. And there. Oh God. Okay. Go go ahead. Continue. So, anyways, he's going Ooh. to go take her horseback riding. Yeah. But what he actually does 
just takes her to Mexico. <laughs> fucking just, just fucking steals her. Steals her. Takes off with her. And uh, for some... Uh, another thing, these fucking people. They don't just immediately fucking call the cops. No. No, they don't. They wait. Way too long. Way too long. At this point, it's like two weeks. Something like that. Like it's like, it's like a week or two weeks, something like that, which is way too uh, long. Uh, it should have called immediately. immediately, as immediately as they weren't home. there at the time they were supposed to be home. You should have called the police. Yeah, but anyways, okay. So try to calm down. Here's the really fucked up part of the story, and it's it feels horrible to even talk about because it's disgusting. Uh, you, you go ahead, brother. He uses this video, not videotape. This uh, this cassette player. To trick the girl into bling that while, while she's drugged. While too. she's drugged. This 13-year-old girl that uh, they have been kidnapped by aliens. And Ugh. that the only that these aliens are going to destroy her family unless that she has a child before the age of 16. And the male that has been chosen to breed with her is, of course... B. B. Burstold. Um fucking bastard. Horrible shit. Like, it's fucking heinous shit. Uh, so they go to Mexico. He fucking marries Jan. Yeah. Right? In Mexico. In Mexico. Which I didn't even know that's something you could do. <laughs> Who the fuck knew? You know, Mexico's wild, man. We watch Zona. Z- Zona. Mexico's Look, If you got IWTV, after after you watch, you know, like, if you watch Faces of Death, The Bridge, and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, while, you know, go along with this, go go get your palate cleanser with Zona 23. It's fun shit. It's so fun. <laughs> But anyways, um, so they Sorry. finally, d- d- fucking B's brother Joe, who's, fuck that guy too. Yeah, fuck him. He's a fuckhead. He, oh. They finally get their daughter back. Yeah. And B is arrested and charged with kidnapping. For the first time. <laughs> no, no, Matt. And that's where our story should have fucking ended. <laughs> but it fucking don't. No, it so, doesn't. Before we get into the fucking second kidnapping. <laughs> second kidnapping. I hope you've all heard that right. I hope everyone listening at home or while they're doing their chores or at work heard that right. I hope you're ready to get fucking mad if you haven't watched this already. The second kidnapping. Kidnapping, which shouldn't even be labeled a kidnapping, but we'll get into it. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck. Fuck, yeah. There's... Like, so we get to that point in the story, in the documentary, and we're like, okay, you're kind of with it, right? Then they start unveiling some of the fuckery. Fuckery. (laughs) As you alluded to, the fact that they were letting fucking this 40-year-old man every fucking night lay in bed with this little girl. And also, like, he separated the two sisters, Jan and her sister, which I forgot her name, I'm sorry. Yeah. But separated the room. Built a wall. Built a wall in the room so the other sister could not see, see what was happening on. in the other room. Cool with it though. That's fine. fine. Yeah, it's totally fucking fine. That's just that- B. He's cool. No, no no he ain't. The mother, Marianne. This fucking bitch. <laughs> and also what's his the other guy's name? We'll get to him. Okay. Fucking Starts to make out with B and shit on the side. Yeah. Which is bad. You shouldn't do that. Don't cheat on your significant other. If you're going to cheat, just fucking divorce them. Uh, uh, Unless you're like swingers. Unless you're swingers. Unless you're into it. Which is not... I don't know. But the part of the documentary that when they fucking let this knowledge be known, 
I was dumbfounded, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was fucking stunned. But but yeah, like I, I'm hearing that, and I'm like, okay. no, that's not what I'm talking about. Oh, you talking about the next? Uh, I'm talking okay. about the next thing. This okay. left yep. me fucking speechless. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hey God, let me, let me let me take a draw of my electronic cigarette here, <laughs> my my uh, my vape ski, if you will. Hit your vape ski. Okay. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> B and Bob, oh. Bob Broberg, Bob Broberg and B Birdstold are driving around, and B says, "Man, my wife just ain't having sex with me. I'm frustrated. I need to be relieved." Hey Bob, <laughs> would you relieve me? And instead of being like, nah, dog, that's weird for you to ask me to give you a hand jibber. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Bob Broberg just jerks him off. (laughs) Also, like, and again, the way he said, oh, my God. Like, he says, it's the worst thing I ever did. Then why'd you do it? Yeah, yeah, it's like, why why did you do it? He said, oh, can can you essentially, essentially just say, can you relieve me of my sexual tension by... Beating my meat. Give me a hand jibber. Yeah, give me a handy. You should have been like, no. So here's the thing. We here at Sick on Cinema 100% support the LGBT community. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So if Bob is gay, cool. Or bi. Or bi. Cool. That's not how this is presented at all. It's just He's presented as a straight dude. Just two buddies hanging, giving each other J.O.'s. No! That's not what you do. No, I don't no. know. Bob Broberg never had a male friend in his entire fucking life and didn't understand that like you don't just jerk your friend off. No, you don't. <laughs> again, if my, if one of my best friends in the entire world, mm-hmm. again, you know who I'm talking about, John. Yeah, was like, can you give me a hand job? At first, someone think it's a joke. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but if he's and he's like, I'm serious. I'm like. No! No. Sorry, I probably killed you. You're people's... fucking killing the headphone listeners okay. right now. When you're getting loud, you gotta get away from the mic a little bit. I'm, I'm gonna be like, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm I'm not putting my hand anywhere near your fucking junk. Like, when they said that, I was like, excuse me? Yeah. But at that point, had that just been something to happen, you'd be like, this is weird. It's very weird. But, yeah. now, but having that knowledge now, knowing that he's... He didn't know the kidnapping hadn't happened yet. Yeah, no. But in the, the way the documentary is laid out, they get to the kidnapping and then start letting you in on this fucking on the dark, bizarre shit that yeah. was going on. However, Bob Broberg definitely knew when he gave him the jo that he was not going to go hang out with his daughter. Yep, his twelve year old, thirteen year old daughter. Yeah, you jerked him off. <laughs> yeah, clearly something's weird. Yeah, and again. If if uh, if he is bisexual or whatever, then j- just say it. Yeah, two consensual bisexuals, fine. But again, if you're gonna be like, I it's the worst thing I ever did, and I wish I never did. Then why did, why you, did you do jerk it? him off? Why? <laughs> it's just say no. It's 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 he frankfurted him. These two motherfuckers, these two motherfuckers got played harder. Then fuck a guitar in goddamn Dragon Force. <laughs> they really did. My God. He fucking be Burstall, this son of a bitch. Yeah. Let that be known. He's a son of a bitch. He's a fucking douchebag. Who deserved the worst. Yeah. Fucking Dr. Frank Ferdinand to them. Yeah. 
He fucks both of them. He fucked both of them. Is it? Well, I mean, one's a hand fuck, job. Yeah, one's a hand job, but still, you know what I mean? That's, that's a hand job. But we'll get we'll get into that in a minute, but <laughs> it's, sorry. It's madness, man. It's insanity. Like, when they're telling me that, I'm like, like I said, like, you know, it's not like I'm like, it's not the fact that I'm like, oh, a dude jerked a dude off. That's, ew. No, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if you jerk a dude off, if, you, you know, that's what you're into. It's yeah. just the fact that, like, at this point, he knows that this dude mm-hmm. has said that he has problems and that the way to relieve his problems is to lay in bed at night with his daughter. Yeah. You jerked him off. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? Told, also, I just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand, like, what, what possesses you to, this person you don't know, really, at all. Like, you just met this person for the last little bit, yeah. right? And you're just barely getting to know him. And you say that you were straight. Mm-hmm. You jerk him off? Jerk him off. How? What? Why? <laughs> we're really harping on this, but because it's so fucking bizarre. In the movie, the way they just lay it out for him. When that happened, like, I paused it and I had to like pro- try to process everything. I was like, "Like he jerked him off." But but why? Why? Yeah, why? Why do you jerk him off? Well, why did you not say no? <laughs> yeah, unless you fucking wanted to. Yeah. Would you? If you wanted to, and of course at this point you don't know what's going but on. No, I guess because you cheated on your wife. Divorce your wife first. True. Don't be a cheater. True. Absolutely. I'm, you're you're right. You're right. Yes. Okay, I, I I don't want to harp on that for too much longer, but it's just bizarre. I just don't get it. Like he he says, like he's a straight Mormon man, Mormon man, and he just beats this dude off in the car. Beats him off in the car. For what reason? Who knows? Who knows? He just does it. He just does it. And all right, it's mind boggling. Yeah, it's truly it's truly like one of the, the things in the movie where I was like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, what the fuck? And this fucker had the fucking foresight, too, to have this dude that he knew that he's like, I can get this dude to jerk me off, and I'm going to use it against him if I get caught. Yeah. Is like, is he fucking smart, or are these people just dumb? I, I th- this guy's not a criminal mastermind. He's not. <laughs> Definitely not. He's not a D.B. Cooper who never got caught. Yeah, exactly. He ain't the fucking Zodiac killer. No. He's some goober from fucking, what, where's this at? I don't even remember. I don't remember. <laughs> he's some fucking goober. Name name fucking B Birch told, who's a she's a pedophile who's been caught before. Yeah, been caught before. Before which again they didn't know that. To be fair. Yeah, I mean this is the seventies, so you couldn't Google search. Yeah, no. But the dude is fucking one hundred percent laying in the bed. With yeah. Your fucking underage daughter every fucking night. Every night. And you don't see a problem with that. You're like, well, I thought it was kind of weird. Yeah, it's really fucking weird. It's really weird. Yeah. It's really fucking weird. And then your your fucking wife is gonna start making out with him. And yeah, and then you're gonna boob start grabbing. Yeah, and you're gonna fucking jerk him off when he's fucking laying in bed with your underage daughter every night, building a fucking wall in your house. How do you not see that something's wrong? And one of the na- one of their neighbors is like, we were out one time with him. I got to see the guy was a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy. Yeah, he's like, we we know B Burstall was a weirdo. Yeah, we didn't ever hang out with him again. I said we need to be around them Burstalls. And. S- smart, wise man, <laughs> wise, not even wise, just <laughs> fucking normal. Common sense, yeah, normal. <laughs> Common sense would tell you if this guy's like, I need to lay in bed with your daughter. She'd be like, No, 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 absolutely not. What's wrong with you? 
and that's what's so good about this documentary too, is the way that's laid out. Yeah. Like, cause like, you're like, he's taking pictures. That's fucking weird. Yeah. I'm already like, this is, these people are fucking letting this happen too much. But then you start learning other shit before the kidnapping. Yeah. And then you're like, you let him go with your fucking daughter, you <laughs> fucking dumb motherfuckers. Yeah. You stupid fucks. <laughs> but again, l- 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 let's progress a little further for okay. a second. Yeah. And again, again, Jan's back. Jan's and, back. And the cops just let this fucker go. Well, I mean, they kind of had to at a time. I know, but damn. He's awaiting trial. But again, he he gets off on everything. Well, yeah, but let's get into the reason he gets off on everything. Okay. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> the dumb motherfucking Brobergs <laughs> drop all the fucking charges yeah. because old Bob, is that his name? Bob Burgall. <laughs> Bob Burger. <laughs> Bob Burger over here was like, He's going to use that. Use he's going to tell everybody I J-O-D. He's going to tell everybody I gave him a hand job. And he's going to use it as blackmail. So we have, to, we have to drop all the charges. But wait. It's, it's fucking worse than goddamn that. Yeah. Because the fucking, they're waiting trial. Right? Yeah. And the cop says, we got this motherfucker. He's going to fucking jail. This is done. Done, son. It's over. Call today. Right? It's done. Fuck. All you got to do is you just stay away from the birch tolls and we got this. The next fucking scene in this documentary is like, yeah, his wife came over and was like, I need to talk to you, Bob. And I said, all right, I was going to my fucking den. You fucker. You stupid motherfucker. How in the world do these fuck? How do people like this exist? I don't know. Calling these people dumb is an insult to dumb people. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't fucking understand. Like, what, what the fuck? How can you just allow this shit to happen? And how can you do this shit? Yeah. How can you sit around and be like, the cops tell you, do not talk to the birch tolls. Yes. Do not talk to anyone involved in this situation mm-hmm. at all. Yep. For like, within days later to talk to the fucking birch tolls. Yeah. What is wrong with you? So, progressing on in the fucking story. Yeah. B. Birch told. Cunt fuck. Fucko. Yeah. Gets 10 days served. 10 days. Because that's all they can get to stick, basically. Because they just fucking. They, they lost everything. Yeah. When the Birch told fucking signed a fucking non disclosure, basically. I thought it was the, the Brobergs that dropped the Oh, yeah, Brobergs. Yeah, they fucking yeah. signed the shit saying they wouldn't fucking. Even convict him. That Jan went willingly and they fucking knew. That. <laughs> She didn't. <laughs> she. Uh, he took off with your daughter, mm-hmm. and the one thing you're concerned about is the fact that he has blackmail that you gave him a fucking handy. Yeah, you're a scumbag. You're a fucking idiot. Is what you are. This guy took off with your daughter for fucking days, weeks, weeks, months, long time, and that's what you're concerned about. <laughs> so, anyways. Fuck you. <laughs> so anyways, Sorry. the fucking Burstholds, or no, the, the fucking Brobergs here, the fucking B just immediately starts getting contact with them again. And at first, they're like, no, nah, you go away. Yeah. Then B is like, Marianne, I need to talk to you. And this, this woman. <laughs> this woman, Lord help me. Instead of being like, absolutely not. I'm not talking to you. Or you talk to me on the phone right here, right now. In America. In America. In the <laughs> 1970s. Yes. This moron of a person. <laughs> this fucking walking fucking tumor. This, this fucking, 
I don't even know. I don't have words to describe her right now. No. Goes to where B is staying at to talk to him. Yep. And not just that. Not only does she go there to talk to him, they fuck. She fucks the man who kidnapped her daughter. What the fuck? What the fuck? That's all I can say about this movie. Like, is every twist and turn makes you think, what What the the fuck? fuck? And here's the thing. At least when Bob gave him the old hand jibber. Yeah. He hadn't kidnapped his daughter yet. (laughs) No. This dumb, stupid fucking woman fucked the man. That kidnapped his daughter, her daughter, and has been fucking harassing them, and is also talking about moving in with him and having them move in with, with her and the kids, and divorcing the husband when the husband divorces, tries to divorce her, divorces her, yeah, for, for fucking good job, buddy. The first smart thing you done this fucking movie, <laughs> 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 because you should be like. Woman, what the fuck? <laughs> what do you talk? What, what do you? What do you mean you're fucking him? What do you mean that all this shit's happening? All right, we're done. And she's like, I can't believe he did that to me. What? What do you mean you can't believe you fucked the man that kidnapped your daughter? You allowed the son of a bitch <laughs> back into your life that kidnapped your daughter to slide his pain inside of you. <laughs> you're fucking insane. It's insanity. It's in, it, when I heard that, I paused this motherfucker, <laughs> and <laughs> I had to go walk around for a minute. When I when I heard the t- when I heard them oh. talk about Bob fucking sl- sh- slamming his dog, <laughs> right? Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? But when I heard that she fucked him post kidnapping, I couldn't even fucking <laughs> like I couldn't think no more. No, like it, my brain shut off. I was just like a fucking lump of fucking flesh there, like. What? <laughs> what do you mean? This is I happening. was Chris Farley in the fucking coffee commercial. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> all right, all right. You as a viewer. <laughs> yeah. Um, she now fucked the kidnapper. What? <laughs> what? You know what I mean? Because it's like it's God is my witness. Because at least when Bob fucking let him shoot ropes in his hand. He hadn't kidnapped her fucking daughter. It's ridiculous. It's one of the most insane... It's not even Stockholm Syndrome. That's the thing. She wasn't the one fucking kidnapped. No! She had no fucking reason to fuck him. No! She had no reason to go see him. And what drives me crazy is these two, like, in a way, act like as if they're the ones being victimized here. Yeah, like, oh... Man, he's really manipulating us. No, you're just fucking stupid. <laughs> you're fucking stupid and fuck you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this fucking oh. podcast ain't three hours long. We're going to yeah. fucking speed up. Yeah, we're going to speed up a little bit. And okay, the next the next part of the story here. Buckle up if you. We spent not. way too much time on the hand jibber, but <laughs> I know it, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Okay, the next part in this story on God. Jan's like, I want to see B because she's being manipulated, but they, of course, they're not. Oblivious enough to even understand what's even happening. Yeah, you should As, say absolutely not. You're not seeing the man who, who kidnapped, kidnapped you. you. Not going to happen. But the the mother, the mother, gives Jan a ticket <laughs> on an airplane <laughs> to go back with him. What? 
It's What do you mean? I know. What the fuck? <laughs> it's, it's it's the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. It's it's I don't even know. There's not words to describe. And then Jango's missing for over 120 days. And they don't call the cops immediately because they're embarrassed. <laughs> they wait 90 days. Because they're so fucking stupid. They're like, we, we possibly can't call the fucking cops. We let her get kidnapped again. <laughs> it's like, no, you should call the cops. You should call the cops. But no. No. So, now bump that. Be morons. Finally, Jan, when she turns 16 and nothing happens, realizes, oh shit, he fucking yeah. lied to me. Mm-hmm. And finally, mercifully, it's pretty much over. Pretty much over. Yeah. Eventually it ends with B killing himself. Because he's facing jail time. Yep. <sighs> and that's abducted and <laughs> Hopefully we did a good job of covering this. I don't think we did actually. Uh, we just complained. Yeah. About the we just fucking broke it down scene for scene and complained. It's probably our worst review ever, but I had to fucking get this out of my system. It is one of the most bizarre fucking stories I've ever heard. And again, me and you, like when we're not just you know going through all these movies and whatnot or listening to music, we're big. We're, I would say we're pretty big crime nerds. Yeah, we're crime to nerds. Yeah. For, for, to you, a little less, less now. Yeah. But you definitely were at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. There isn't a story I've ever heard that's like this. <laughs> this is... I, and I've heard some wild shit. Some wild in shit. The, in the crime world. Yep. This? Bump everything Bump else. Bump everything else. This story is one of the craziest things I've ever heard in my life. So, here's my thing to fucking start wrapping this up. Yeah. Like I said, we're going, we're going real long. Yeah, this is a long one. It's Sorry. Long one. Sorry, guys. Um, <sighs> is fucking... You can't just say these people were naive. No, this is... They were fucking neglectful. Yeah. They were fucking dumb. They fucking put many people at risk. They had no insight to the actual real world somehow. Yep. Somehow they were able to neglect the fact that monsters do exist in the form of people. When the fucking signs were sold there, it ain't even funny. It started with, as soon as he started gaining its attraction to your fucking daughter. It started being obsessed with your fucking daughter. Mm-hmm. But you didn't even think about it. It's like, well, we had never heard of child molester before. How? Or, uh, for one, for one. How? 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 This, is, this, isn't the, this isn't the 1800s. Yeah, I know. This is 1970s. Yeah. At this point, there people had been arrested for shit like this. Yeah. How? How do you not know what like, a child molester is? Like they, those kids should have been fucking taken from that home, absolutely, and and put in fucking care where they could have been fucking safe. Uh, yeah. Instead, they were just allowed to be manipulated by, the, well, Jan in particular, but was allowed to be manipulated by the by this fucking monster. <laughs> because her parents were too fucking stupid to understand anything. Jan is the is the one person I feel the most sorry for. I feel for. bad for the kids. All yeah. three of them. All, all three of the kids, yeah. They had a fucking horrible experience. Jan the most, of course. Yeah. But I feel bad for her sisters, too, because they went through hell yeah. mentally due to fucking anxiety of their sister being missing. Yeah. Due to fucking their parents. We being... didn't even talk about the fact that the fucking Birch told burnt down the fucking business yeah, that mean... the, the father was working at. But, like, to fucking jerk off the dude <laughs> who is laying in bed with your daughter... And then to fuck the man who kidnapped your daughter. Yeah. Fuck these two. Fuck them to hell and back. 
And most particular, fuck Bert B. Burstall, Robert Burstall. Yeah, B. B. Burstall mm-hmm. is a piece of fucking garbage. To talk about the movie just a little bit, the movie aspect of it, I thought it was very well done. It is very well done, yeah. Um, I mean, it's a Netflix picked up documentary. They don't pick up just anything. So no. Of course, it's a high quality documentary. Yeah. It made me uh, feel. Yeah. Which is important. Yeah. The main emotion I felt was anger. Yeah. <laughs> anger and frustration. <laughs> anger for me it was anger, frustration, and definitely some disturbed. I never felt aspects. super disturbed because I was so goddamn. For me, it was just the what how how far B had gotten Jan into this. Yeah, that is it is disturbing. It's pretty haunting. Yeah, it's pretty disturbing. But frustration, the and anger, dumbfoundedness. Like again, again, it's like I I know that people would have knew in the seventies, which I know people were not very open minded in the seventies when it comes to like homosexuality and yeah. stuff like that. Would would have known that you fucking jerked him off, maybe if he even said a word about it. Yeah, but what's more but important? Probably, but what's it, more important than that? What's yeah? Go go ahead. Sorry, the man who to put the man in jail who fucking kidnapped your daughter, or if someone might know you're gay. Or at least I, mean, I guess in the seventies, like it's like, oh, that's a big deal. Now it's just like, oh, cool, you're gay, whatever, have fun. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, but at the same you time, do you, brother, you know, it, it's like, what? I don't, I don't know. I, I just, don't, I don't understand how you can like take this the whole situation with the 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 hand job, which again, which I know we keep fucking going back to that, but just because it's so fucking weird. Cause it's, it, it's 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 he of, does it. It's out of fucking nowhere and he, for no reason. He does it and regrets it. And on top of all of that, again, you put your daughter's life at risk. Yeah, because your her childhood was burnt, virtually ruined. Burnt. Was ruined mostly because the fact that you were ashamed that you jerked a guy off, and that's fucking gross to me. Yeah, that's fucking foul. Yeah. That you put that over your own kid. Not what to mention, the fuck. What's even fucking worse, though, is to fuck that guy. Yeah, to <laughs> fuck the guy who kidnapped your daughter. What is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you? How can you... It's like, oh, he made me feel things I never felt before. He kidnapped your fucking daughter. He kidnapped your daughter. That's the... That, that, in statement. Yeah, right. In statement. He took your daughter for days on end. And then your first thing, the first thing you do when you meet him again is you fuck him? Slugs have more fucking ability to think than these motherfuckers. And they also, <sighs> tell, let me say this one more time before we, uh, we wrap up with Duck from okay. the side. They keep referring to the fact that the oh, B. Burstall was this handsome charm. This motherfucker looked like a guy hit in the face with a goddamn shovel. <laughs> he, he looked, looked like, like Megamind. He looked like the pizza dude from Spaceballs. <laughs> he looked like Megamind, dude. Megamind, yeah. Big ass forehead having ass. <laughs> God, and, uh, and the, the smile he always has, too. It's just like one like lip curl. I'm like, ugh. I'm also, like, some of the pictures they show of him, like especially like, the uh, police photos, he looks like, like the stereotypical pedophile. He really does. <laughs> It's kind of like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, do uh, all the people who aren't pedophiles look like this this way. Uh, it's rough. Yeah. So, I guess the moral of the story is... Don't fuck your child's kidnapper. Don't fuck your child's kidnapper. Don't let uh, a weird dude you just met sleep in the, daughter, in the your bed with your daughter for fucking days. Yeah. And if he does, don't jerk him off, because you don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> no. And especially... You only give hand jabs to people who deserve it. 
It's the moral of the story right there. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's yeah. a sacred thing. <sighs> or if you're in the adult industry and you're getting paid for it. I mean, I mean, that's hey, if you want to jerk somebody off, jerk them off. As long as it's consensual <laughs> and, and they deserve it. <laughs> exactly. And they deserve it. That, that's funny. <laughs> I don't care who you're jerking off as long as they deserve it. B. Burstall didn't deserve anything. He didn't deserve no hand job. Again, I, I'm not one to be like, intent to be like, oh, you know, death penalty this, death penalty that. Put a slug in this fucker's head. Yeah. Fuck Birchtold. Fuck Birchtold and fuck these two slosh the most brains. <laughs> the slu- slushy fucking heads. These are the most gullible people I've ever heard in my life. It's insanity. Yeah. It, so I don't know if we did a good job reviewing this or not. This may be our Probably. worst review ever. If it is, hey. Sorry. Sorry. We'll get back to actually discussing movies next week, but this was just too fucking wild not to talk about. Uh, it, it, again, if if you've watched it, you probably are like, yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> but if you're not, if if you don't, you're like, what are they even talking about? Yeah, right. So, but, uh, yeah, I, I recommend it. It's worth watch. Uh, you ain't never going to see nothing else like it. That's for damn sure. Buckle up. You know, I don't think it's as good as, like, uh, Meet the Freedmans or um, Dear Zachary. The guy who meet, did Meet the Freemans did the the Jinx, too. Yeah. So. He's a fucking really good filmmaker. Yeah. the way he lays out Meet the Freemans, I think, is very interesting. And I thought yeah. Dear, Dear Zachary, same thing. Yeah. But this is good. This is well worth your time. Oh, definitely. Yep. So this is about, I don't know, it's like an hour and a half episode or something like that. I mean, that's not, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No. But I, I know if we kept going, we would go an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like if we really wanted, we could talk about this all night. Yeah, which we, we might off. We air. probably will. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> so yeah, that is a disturbing documentaries. I think they're all Part worth two. your time. Um, yeah, they all <laughs> have something in them that are fucking blow your goddamn mind. Yeah. Um. True. I'm exhausted after this one. <laughs> we we, we scream for about half an hour. Um. So what are we doing next week? Hmm. You don't know, do you? I even made a fucking t-shirt. Oh, yes. It's uh, ne- uh, neo-Nazis. Yes, neo-Nazis. Films about neo-Nazis. Uh, fuck, fuck neo-Nazis. Fuck Nazis, yes. Yeah. I don't think it needs to be said necessarily. No, but we're just but saying just it. just in case that everyone is very clear, these are not pro-neo-Nazi films. No. We do not stand fucking racism. <laughs> no, fuck racism. Fuck racism, fuck sexism, fuck homophobia. Exactly. And any other form of discrimination. Yeah. So, I don't um, think that need to be said, but just to be on the same side. <laughs> yeah, well, the, well, the movies we're covering are... Uh, American History X, The Inheritors, and Green Room. Yes, I'm looking forward to watching Green Room again. I haven't seen Green Room since it came out, so I'm very excited as well. Yeah, so we watched it together. Yep. It was good. Very good. So, uh, thank you to everyone who has listened. Thank you to everyone who has uh, commented. Thank you to everyone who asked us a question this week. Yeah. We appreciate you all 100%. It makes doing this a lot more fun. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as long as you all like it, we'll keep doing it. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and again, you know, recommend us some shit. Yeah, uh, recommend uh, some more topics because yeah. eventually we're going to be we're, scratching our brains being like, what else? I mean, like right now we got a lot. Oh, there's yeah. going to come a time where we ain't got as many. <laughs> oh, yeah. And for uh, who asked the question about Solo? Uh, Robert from Wyoming. Um, if, you're, if you're still listening, Robert, we're going to try and get to Solo same thing with yeah. uh, Andrew the Robot, or Andrew yes. Roboto. Yeah. We will get to Alien Beast one day. Yeah. <laughs> it will happen. <laughs> It'll Guaranteed. happen. Guaranteed. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about before we call today? Um, not necessarily off the top of my head. Uh, I know me and you both are working on stuff. Yep. 
in our in our free time, which again <laughs> free time. <laughs> well, for you it's not a lot, but for me, where I've been very pretty much stuck at home for the most part due to this fucking pandemic. Mm-hmm. Also, vaccinated, vaccinated yeah. gang, <laughs> gang, 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 um, <laughs> MDK all fucking day. Uh, yeah, I'm still stuck at home. I'm working on all kinds of different shit. Hopefully, we can do something with it. Yep. So yeah. But yeah, questions, comments, concerns, send them to SigOnCinema at gmail.com. Yes. Give us some ratings on iTunes. Uh, recommend us yeah. to your friends if they like weird, fucked up movies. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Shout us out on shit. Yeah. <laughs> recommend us people you'd like to hear us interview. Uh, yeah. Recommend us movies. Ask us questions. All that can be done at sickoncinema at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. That's the only one of our social medias that's still alive. Yep. But Everything I like Instagram. else is dead. Uh, and let me know if you like the little teaser uh, video things I've been making. They're, I think they're, personally, I think they're really cool. I like them. I've, I've been really enjoying doing them, so I'm excited about doing that. And also, if you like the posters that we do for the episodes, hit your boy Matt up, <laughs> have him design some shit for you. I was just going to say if you like him or not, but he's I, I cheap. ain't got... He's cheap. <laughs> I'm desperate. He'll make you a poster for cheap. <laughs> just He'll make you, you a logo for cheap. I'm just letting you know that right now my my materials are very limited. Not for much longer. Uh, ho- ho- fucking hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Oh, so, I, uh, yeah, next week we're yeah. going to be... Not next week, next two weeks. Yep. We're going to be talking about neo-Nazis. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> No, we already said that, but yeah. just just, just in case, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not about the inheritors. I've never seen that movie. Yeah, I've not seen that either. Yeah, not a macabre. But uh, anyways, yeah, watch their sh- we'll get, get their shit. So this has been sick on cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I am John. And I am Matt. And you've been listening to the frustrated, angry podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick on cinema. 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 Fucking A.